0: What, uh, what work do you take care of in the morning? Uh, Minecraft work. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, you know, I was like, you are an electrician. What kind of work do you have to do from home? Yeah, not, not any kind of uh, special work. Just uh, try to deal with a, a person. Now, uh, in Minecraft, what you can do is, if you have a lot of emerald and you have some books – you could trade with them and sometimes they'll pop out like a, a really nice enchantment book that you could put on your armor or your tools. And right now what I'm doing is I'm looking for, um, fire protection. So I, I go out to the main chat on the server and I'm like, Hey, does anybody have fire protection? And this guy's like, Yeah, my villagers do. So I'm like, sweet. So he, so he TPs or teleports me to his location and I walk in and it's like, it was actually kind of scary, because there are just rows and rows of villagers trapped inside this crazy mechanical thing. And you just, like, walk down the rows, and you try to, like, you look at them, and they all just have this look on their face, like, help us. This guy is torturing villagers. I am swear to, to God. <laughs> anyway, so you none you of them.
0: In Minecraft.
1: That's right. Have you um, seen...
0: Uh, anything for that there's a new game coming out like next year 2017 like it's a uh, lego something or other looks kind of like a lego minecraft
1: oh really yeah like
0: i don't know what it's about, but the whole focus is just using lego and building whatever you want
1: oh that's cool
0: it's just lego anything playing <sighs> on the minecraft or disney infinity stuff just build whatever you want with lego
1: see it's um it's very difficult to do that, especially with games that have been out for so long, like Minecraft, yeah. who have gone through so many like different updates and whatnot over the years and have added more and more and more, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, the, a while back, there was uh, a couple of developers that left Mojang to create their own company because they didn't like how Mojang was being run after Notch left and whatnot. So they created this game called Cube World. And Cube World was just a really funky uh, idea where it was smaller blocks um, that made up uh, weapons and armor for your character, and it was more along the PG mindset. Mm-hmm. And it was you get to you know, you choose like a frog or a, a dog or whatever else there was. I can't remember. But it, we we played the uh, beta trials for it, and it was fun for the time. But then it just kind of died off because it's like, well, why do that when I could play Minecraft?
0: Did you listen to last week's show?
1: I did not. No. <laughs>
0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Weekly Nerd Plot for the week of December 18th. I'm Mark and this is Keegan. Hello. Keegan is back this week. Um we probably going to talk about the goddamn <laughs> Spider-Man trailer. Hey, if, there uh, it is. Yeah, so did you see the Spider-Man trailer? Yeah. You sound underwhelmed.
1: I, I was greatly underwhelmed. Really? Yeah, other than seeing Michael Keaton... As the vulture, like that's that's sick. You don't want to mess and... with me,
0: kid. I'll steal your McDonald's. <laughs> Did you see that other trailer for the franchise or whatever, or no. the, the the founder, where Michael Keaton's like the founder of McDonald's? He looks like a. It looks all right. Anyway, back to Spider-Man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, like Michael Keaton looks fantastic. Like, Playing of course, Birdman, ironically enough. Yeah, exactly right. um it's Also playing Marvel movie instead of a DC movie. So mm-hmm. there you well, go. Well,
0: Willem defoe the original Green Goblin, was in uh, cast in Justice League, is something I think. So.
1: Oh really? Yeah, oh, no. J. Jonah Jameson
0: is Commissioner Gordon. So.
1: Yes, that's right. In what?
0: Je- uh, Justice League and Batman. We got J. K. Simmons.
1: Oh yeah 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 that's right too eh? yeah they're
0: okay going back and forth those aren't true Marvel guys I guess but.
1: They're, it's it's taking people like actors that obviously you've seen in another movie and you know if you were a younger kid kind of looking at it you'd be like Whoa, are, they the, are they the same people and I'd be like no nah. nah. anyway, okay like but yeah so the yeah the vulture looks fantastic now of course like classic look to the vulture is green bald headed fucking spandex feathers sometimes <laughs> yes. no so I love that Oh, yeah, like they—they uh, they released a high-res
0: image of the uh, the action figure that's coming out. He's the builder figure for one of the next Spider-Man waves, and he looks cool. he's got uh, these big brown fans in the center of his wings. Like, a,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: He's wearing like a bomber it's a jacket man. with like, the big feathery, the big feathery uh, thing around his neck. Like, it looks really good
1: yeah the feathery thing around like the feathers around his neck like an aviator kind of style with aviator, aviator glasses you know like that what? looks that's excellent it would look yeah, great but,
0: with just glasses. like basically just, just get tom cruise
1: i i love the fact that iron man was in the trailer that's great like obviously you need an iron man um okay yeah we see him suit up and whatnot okay yeah well
0: i think it's uh sony is just like well they paid for iron man to be there right they paid uh robert Downey jr's wage but it's like we pay for Why not throw them all over the trailers just because the marvel brand so people know firmly oh this isn't just a spider-man like this is part of the marvel movies because marvel equals money
1: you know what i like though <clears throat> is especially since we're dealing with trailers and whatnot um a lot of people have been getting really bitchy about the fact of well, there's... That wasn't in the trailer. Or that was, The movie... But it wasn't in the movie. It wasn't in the trailer. It wasn't in the trailer. It was in the movie. It's like... Okay. Well, listen. There are things called reshoots.
0: Yeah. Rogue One it's, had so many shots in the trailer.
1: Oh, yeah. With the top fighter. But... Um, when it comes to this movie, it's like... I'm thinking that they're going to overexpose on Robert Downey Jr. But in reality... He's not going to be that big of a role. He's oh, going to be like Darth Vader. 10 minutes, yeah. Yeah. So um, I, what's with the love interest? I don't get that. Getting Zendaya or whatever her name is.
0: Yeah, it looks like she's playing Liz Allen. Everybody's like, she's Mary Jane. Wah, that's weird. But nope, they called her Liz in the trailer.
1: Yeah. Which
0: means she's Liz Allen, which means she won't ever hook up with him, probably.
1: Well, but she no, might but...
0: go on to hook up with Harry Osborne and have a child. Oh, I don't know. That's because thinks... these movies have to stay comic accurate, as you know. Ha. They don't.
1: I'm just gonna have a really hard time because it's they're making it really hard for me to love Spider Man right now because I've already shown my interest, and in, you know my interest in hating that fucking lead actor that they've got. <laughs> Just
0: I, I do recall, actually.
1: Actually, that the fact that I just went on a total tirade of how I absolutely despised the look of his face. Was... And then when I heard his voice, I was like, oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good Peter Parker there.
0: You guys scroll back months. This is when he was just cast in Civil War. You scroll back months on Keegan's Facebook page. You'll find him just being like,
1: oh, this kid
0: sucks. He's got a giant mole on his face. He's <laughs> stupid. And they hate him. <laughs> Just, I never asked what'd you think of him in Civil War.
1: He was good in Civil War. I, I liked I liked the parts of Spider Man in Civil War because he brought more of that young kind of blood to it, whereas yeah. like everybody's all fucking serious and everything. And here's a kid who's not even trying and he's kicking ass.
0: Whoa, you got a metal arm? That's awesome.
1: Yeah. It's like that's cool. That's what I love about Spider Man too. It's like you know he doesn't realize his potential because he is so young. Yeah. What
0: now, I really liked about that they did with him in Civil War was that like, when Iron Man's talking to him, he's just like, oh, you know, I got these powers, and it's just if something's, you know, if something bad is going to happen and I could prevent it, then I have to, right? So like, yeah. I, but Iron Man like sells him on his Kool Aid, but if you listen to him talk, he completely agrees with Captain America. So I mean, he's just kind of black man, not black whale, but like brainwashed, like because Iron Man just got to him first. Like, yeah. they don't even really tell him what it's about you know Iron Man's just like oh yeah right listen you know, some bad we gotta stop these guys like but just listening to him talking his opinions he is completely on Captain America's side he agrees with him he shares yeah. the same ideals so I that's where that the was... conflict
1: inside of him
0: yeah but I mean there was no conflict because he was just like oh Iron Man told me well there was a bit of conflict even it's like
1: it'll come up later though
0: yeah I imagine
1: yeah so other than that I mean like no matter what Michael Keaton does, I fucking love it. He's just such a a well-rounded actor, and Robert Downey Jr. is is Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when you get two guys that fit their roles so perfectly, and then you get this kid who's just like new, it's it's hard to really understand where it's going to come from. And yeah. until you see it, it's really just kind of up in the air. And that yeah, but this if- is where. I want to make my next point is that I really do like the fact that when you're dealing with trailers and you're dealing with things that aren't in the movie or in special cuts and stuff like that, I think this is our new era of trying to surprise the audiences. Because ah. everybody you see in the comments, they're all saying like, oh, I've already seen the movie. I you know I just needed to watch the trailer, in some which cases, is true. That's true. Batman which is true. Be
0: Superman, Don of Crap.
1: But, um, but then sometimes – You know, you get a little surprised because you're like, you're expecting it because you're like, oh, yeah, I remember this part from the trailer.
0: Yeah,
1: and then it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. It's like, well, maybe they're going about it the wrong way now because, kind of, at the same time, when I think about it when I'm in a movie theater and I see that part, and I'm so excited to see that part and it doesn't happen, I'm like, wow, I'm really undersold now.
0: Oh, really? See, I like it. Like, it's like Ant Man had a couple jokes in the uh, trailers that never showed up in the movie. And it's like, mm. that's kind of a relief, like, especially, like, I think when, like, there's a joke that's in every trailer, and then you go to the theater, and everybody laughs at it, you're like, what, what are you laughing about? Have you guys, am I the only one that watched the trailer 16,000 times? Like,
1: yeah, yeah and exactly.
0: in most cases, I guess I am.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, most times, yeah. You
0: know what I watched the other day?
1: What did you watch the other day? Die Hard. I didn't.
0: Yeah, I know. You know what else I actually watched? What's that? I went and saw Hacksaw Ridge. <clears throat> Speaking of Spider-Man, have you seen... Do you know what Hacksaw Ridge is?
1: It sounds familiar, but I don't recall. Uh,
0: it's got the Andrew Garfield, the second Spider-Man in it. Right. And he right. was playing like a World War II medic guy that refused to carry a gun, but it's based on true stories, directed by Mel Gibson, and it's just, it was a really good movie. It was actually not good now they... for a bunch of Golden Globes, but...
1: Really? Yeah. That's cool. I should check that out. Um, I thought you were going to go along the lines of talking about uh, the movie Silence. What's which will that? be coming out. Uh, it uh, stars Andrew Garfield and Adam Driver. And they are two uh, clergymen that are sent over to Japan to try and convert Buddhism to Christianity. Oh,
0: Hilarious.
1: Yeah. And it's um, – they also have, I believe, um, Liam Neeson Ooh. in it as well. Love
0: me some Liam and,
1: Neeson he, I believe Liam Neeson is one of the ones that originally went over to convert them but then he went missing and the Vatican was just like okay well we can't, you know we need to get him back. The Vatican called
0: Japan and they're like, you've taken my Liam Neeson. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know who you are or where you are but you give him back and I will just go away. That's right. I have a very specific set of religions and I will use them Mm -hmm. and we will find (laughs) you. We will convert
1: you. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and we will send our top men, <clears throat> Spider-Man and, and Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. <laughs> yes, so you know it—it <laughs> it looks, um, it looks just fantastic. It's like just, it just all oh, visually stunning, and just a new storyline to like kind of a something. different,
0: not a remake, different, not like, a sequel.
1: Yeah, it's not anything. like It's just something that's never been really told before.
0: What would you say it's called?
1: Silence. Silence. I'll
0: watch that later. Silence. Sir. Silence. Okay. So we've been beating around the bush here. Let's uh, talk about something big came up, obviously, recently. I guess we gave it enough time so maybe people can watch it and not be ruined by spoilers. You want to get into it?
1: hell yeah okay. new nine inch nails cd <clears throat> coming out december 23rd
0: no yeah no we're gonna talk about that next week I'm oh talking about something it oh. came out a little while ago obviously it's pretty big okay. news we've all seen it by now i'm sure i'm talking about fuller house season two.
1: Oh, even better i
0: know max is more cute than ever this year
1: i love max he's, he's actually a good great. what's uh, what's yeah, the older a- brother's name uh, Older brother.
0: Zach. I don't know. But he hooked up with Lola. You've been watching?
1: Uh, so far I've gotten up to the Thanksgiving episode.
0: Okay. Oh, whenever and Joey's kids are just a.
1: Terror. Oh, man. Okay. So I didn't realize that he was married. I didn't realize that he had kids. I didn't realize that either.
0: They didn't say.
1: They've they didn't. never. They haven't said yeah, anything but about they
0: that. Probably never said he didn't.
1: But see, let's Off look at timelines here. Yeah, because, like, look at timelines here. So, first season, Joey's like, hey, I'm heading off to Vegas. Yeah, okay, right. great.
0: But it out so like now, now he turns the whole time.
1: From Vegas. Yeah. They With kids? In like, the first season, they said he'd be already been in
0: Vegas. That's what I thought initially, too, but they said they were all Gladstones.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean. Which is,
0: I don't know. I always feel the sexual tension between Joey and Kimmy Gibbler, right?
1: Oh, I find the sexual tension between uh, Joey and Stephanie. Really? <laughs> Fair I don't know. I just see it.
0: But yeah, I won't spoil anything for you, but the uh, the whole Matt, DJ, Steve thing heats up again.
1: <clears throat> you know, and that, that okay, um, I really liked what they did at the beginning where they were like, yeah, oh. let's uh, get uh, CJ's kind of doppelganger, and then you get yeah. this fucking, like sporty chick that does a lot of yoga and running around like she's gonna piss herself. <laughs> oh, uh-huh. Did
0: you see that episode? Yeah, <laughs> that she was
1: actually funny. had
0: to go up to the bathroom.
1: Yeah. So I mean, I really like. Like sometimes it, it the the show gets very cringy because it's just too. I don't know, it's just very cringy, but then there's, like, well, the moments where they come up with the funniest fucking joke, and I'm sitting here just pissing myself off.
0: Wow. was a hilarious one, like, I know what you're talking about, like, the cringy moments, like, where they talk about, oh, too bad Michelle couldn't be here, and John Stamos stares at the camera, he's like, yeah, come on, it'll be fun.
1: Yeah, but like, like that, that was
0: creepy. There was a cringy joke like that later that's hilarious, uh, Stephanie's talking to Jimmy Gibbler or whatever. They're making a YouTube video. He's like, oh, I can see it now. We'll do this. Then we'll have a fade, then a smash cut, then a commercial. Man, it sure would be nice if there was some place we could watch entertainment without having to deal with commercials. He's like, <laughs> I'd even pay a monthly fee for that.
1: <laughs>
0: but it was actually, like I said, it was pretty pretty funny. I, thought.
1: Right, I like Jimmy Gibbler. <laughs> like, they've casted him so perfectly, and right away I thought to myself... Is that Austin Kutcher? <laughs> I know. Well,
0: that's exactly what I wanted. put a casting call for an Ashton Kutcher type.
1: Yeah. So, but, like, he's great. Like, I love that um, Cringy moment was when he just kind of comes up out of nowhere and just starts macking with Stephanie. Well, Stephanie's playing the guitar randomly. in the back <sighs> But at the same time, it's just, yeah, I don't know, it, it's... There are certain things where it looks like they could try just a little bit harder, but at the same time, they make up for it in a lot of other ways. Yeah, And I, I love it. Like, I don't know. It's it's not my type of thing normally, but, like, I grew up watching Full House. Yeah. Like, so maybe it kind of transcends into that. I yeah, I, like,
0: I didn't grow up watching it, but I've probably seen every episode. Just, I don't know. Like, I, if you remember, like, last year when it debuted, I watched the whole –
1: yeah, yours in, in one weekend. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why.
0: And then this one, like, I started watching it uh, when it came out a couple weeks ago. I haven't gotten through it as quickly, but I've been watching. i got one episode left, actually.
1: It is like, 13 or 14
0: episodes. I think there's 13. I haven't checked, honestly. But it's embarrassing. Like, I'm uh, texting with this girl. We went out once. Anyway, she texted me last night, like, hey, what do you do? And I was like, oh, I'm just trying to do some writing. But I got Netflix open. She's like, oh, what are you watching? And I was like, ugh. I'd rather <laughs> not
1: say. <laughs> I'm watching Iron Man. Yeah. I'm watching porn. I'm watching porn. And I was like, no, nah, I'm watching Full House. Fuller House.
0: She's like, oh, that's cute. And I was like,
1: yeah. <laughs> I'm watching Bob Ross's. Paint um, by, by Numbers, by numbers <laughs> bullshit. I just put a little down there. You know what, Bob Ross, though? What, a, what an amazing character that guy was. Was that a character? What? Well, not a character, but just himself as a character. He was he was a character himself. Like Bob Ross is like OP man. Like he used to be in the Navy, I want to say, or the Army. I can't remember. But he's um he's seen
0: some shit. It's on the same lines, like uh, Mr. Rogers used to be a sniper or something.
1: That's yeah, like it's crazy. And and then you like look at him, and he's just like just completely calm yeah, yeah. and he even had his, his son in some of the earlier episodes just before I, I managed to like pass out falling asleep because I'm so tired and listening to him talk is just like so, oh. <laughs> so like I just caught a glimpse it's like hey this is my son he's gonna read fan mail while I paint over here <laughs> nice. but yeah no Bob Ross is uh, and he died uh, oh. quite a ago, and he died of a um, very strange disease. Actually, I want to now look this up because I remember. Okay, Bob Ross's reason of death: lymphoma.
0: Okay, that's oh. not super uncommon.
1: It's not uncommon. I just. <laughs> wow than seeing is just, like, afro. It's majestic afro. I don't know. He just... <sighs> yeah.
0: What about uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2
1: trailer? Have you seen that one? Oh my god, the Guardians of the Galaxy trailer. I, of course i see seen it. I was the one that posted it not even, like, 32 seconds before Marvel posted it. <laughs> before? <laughs> yes. Yeah. impressive. King Galloway, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> thank you, thank you. The um and then seen it in the theaters when seeing Star Wars. True. And, um, oh, baby Groot. I just, oh, I love the little banter between him and Rocket, with that but stupid detonator. I am Groot. I am Groot. No. No. <laughs> oh, we're all dead. <laughs> Does anybody have some tape? No. <laughs> You're the one with the bomb. <laughs> if anyone's got any tape, it's you.
0: I think Baby Groot merchandise is going to run rampant next year.
1: Oh, 100%. Already,
0: uh, I think has already announced a life-size Baby Groot coming in April 2017. 10-inch foam rubber latex figure created using the actual digital files used in making the movie for screen accuracy and hand-painted for lifelike detail. Wow. By NECA.
1: NECA. I
0: just happened
1: to have that open. <laughs> Good.
0: Uh, what else? Did you watch the Fate of the Furious trailer? The which? The Fast and the Furious
1: 8? I did. What'd you think? I really don't care anymore. Okay. <laughs> you know, like, I'm so tired of this franchise, man. Like, just rehashing just shit ideas. It's like, get... Did let's you see get Tokyo there. Drift? Dude, Tokyo Drift was my childhood, man. I'm telling <laughs> you, my teen years. All I could ever do is just, like, watch... I have watched Tokyo Drift Way more than like at least a hundred times. Oh, really? Like that's not an exaggeration. Like that's like come home after like work or whatever. Watch Tokyo Drift. Really? You know, hang out with friends. Watch Tokyo Drift. I cut co- me and a buddy. We watched it so much we actually wanted to get like import cars and go down there and start drifting. That's
0: awesome. I've never actually seen Tokyo
1: Drift. Oh, it is such a fantastic movie. Like it's such a. It's it's so far away from what the original like storyline is, and like there are some cheesiness to it. Yeah, but it's not; it's a different feel than the American cheesy, right? Like it's just it's got a more serious tone to it. And when you analyze the movie after watching it a hundred times, you start like realizing it's like, well, they have Yokozuna. Um, Wasn't they? Yeah, they had Yokozuna. Playing like this guy that um, our lead character had to try and get money from for wrecking Han's beautiful uh, Mona Lisa vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's, it's like different little things that make that movie. And then Zachary Ty Bryan from,
0: Was he Home- really from Home Improvement.
1: Yeah, he's in it at the very beginning of the movie. Fantastic. Hilarious. So, you know, and then, the, like, it ties into the original storyline so well.
0: It's well. set, like, after the seventh or something, right?
1: Somewhere around there, yeah, because that's when, you know, I don't want to say anything too much, but... Han dies. Okay, well, yeah, Han dies. <laughs> like, through the chest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, No, it's it's well, it's really well put together movie. And then when, like, you get into all of, like, the... You know, you get into six, seven, eight now.
0: They just start getting ridiculous.
1: It's really just dry and not fun anymore. Well, it's like fun.
0: It's just dumb.
1: It was fun when it was about the streets. Now, when you're trying to like, oh, yeah, turn them try into into like to push international
0: the assassin
1: team. Yeah, using like you're cars.
0: Uh, like, why not just officially buy the rights and make them
1: mask? <sighs> You remember Mask? It's, no. Oh. Well, I've seen the Mask.
0: Not the Mask. It was a, kid, it was a cartoon from the 80s. I like guess. M-A-S-K. Like, Mobile Armored Strike Command or whatever. And they all had, like... It was like G.I. Joe, but they all had fancy cars instead of fancy gimmicks.
1: Yeah.
0: Anyway, sorry. Go on. The streets...
1: Yeah, like um, back in the day when like everybody was all about like Need for speed underground and stuff like that. It was always so cool when it was like rival gangs going against each other and fighting for pink slips kind of thing. Right? Race wars? Race wars, yeah. <laughs> but now it's just like, okay, I get it. It's cool. Yes, you've got Dwayne The Rock Johnson. It's going to be cool. But – now you're talking about assassins. Now you're talking about like high money and stuff like that, and oh, it's, it's just it's
0: getting ridiculous.
1: But it's getting, it's yeah, it's it's way too. Like I love seeing the exoticness, and I love seeing like the really fancy and rich places around the world mm-hmm. and stuff. Like when they went to uh, Dubai, yeah, they went between those two buildings. Yeah. Like that was wicked.
0: Well, it's just it's complete popcorn movie brain candy. Like just shut up. Shut up your brain and just enjoy it. Like, I don't – I'm not going to put money in the theater because I like to see a decent story and everything, too. I mean, not that they don't. It's just – it's – yeah, that's one of those series that if you look from where it started to where it is now, it's just
1: like, what? And they could have gone so many different directions, like what they were doing with Tokyo Drift. Like, Tokyo Drift did good. Like it didn't do – like a lot of people didn't really like it because it was off from like the American standard. But Mm -hmm. if they would have just kind of concentrated on bringing like a whole bunch of street racing from different countries into the mix and then made one big movie from like all those different street races, that would have been wild.
0: Like Cars 2. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah exactly actually, or they do,
0: it like, do it like street fighter 2 like the video game like the world warrior tournament like bring in all the best racers from around the world and have like this hell yeah street race uh on some you know like, and 60 you minute connect
1: run with... exactly and you would connect with each one like differently like it would be uh the we should have written their scripts for them
0: i always thought actually a movie like that <laughs> set in star wars would be really good like a pod racing movie like and not focus on anybody, but just focus, like, make it like Days of Thunder, but pod racing. Like, get to know every character, not have yes. one main character, so you don't know who, like, you know, it's a lot of movies like, oh, well, obviously, if Paul Walker's the main character, he's going to win the race in the end. You know, it's about him, but have it, like, be equally about everyone, so you don't exactly. know who's going to win.
1: And I'm telling you right now, if there was pod racing movies, I, my heart would just be so filled with joy. Like, mm-hmm. everything that has ever gone wrong in my life would be completely resolved and redeemed in my heart if they made Star Wars pod racing. It would just be amazing to see different planets. And, like, this would help so much in understanding the different planets that are in the Star Wars universe and seeing some of the different places and whatnot. It would just be unreal. Pod racing. Um, Are Are you kidding me? No? no, hold on. You were very reluctant to that. You say, you're, Are you saying that you would not be happy to see a pod racing movie?
0: I suggested it. No. <laughs> I think I'd, I'd be happy to see anything Star Wars.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Uh, did you see the Baywatch trailer? I did. Yeah? What did you think of that?
1: Not bad. Not bad at all, yeah, actually. Pretty much.
0: Uh, War of the Planet, War for the Planet
1: of the Apes. War for the Planet of the Apes. Um, CG really plays a role, doesn't it?
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: I mean, you can't really fucking get apes that talk like that, right? But well, not yet. I don't know what's going on with these little girls that all look like Dakota Fanning when she was like ten.
0: They're all <laughs> newts, man. They're all newts.
1: Like it's crazy.
0: The like, original they, little girl.
1: Yeah, like they've cloned Dakota Fanning and they've no. put her into different... They cloned Newt. What? you remember Newt from
0: Aliens? That's who they all are. Mostly, they only come out at night.
1: Mostly. <laughs> yeah, children in the Corn, apparently. Oh, yeah.
0: have you not seen Aliens?
1: What? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've seen, seen it. Like,
0: Don't give have us see... die hard here.
1: Have I seen Prometheus? Me neither. Oh, no, I've seen it.
0: Oh.
1: And, oh... I don't even want to talk about that. Are you gonna see uh, the sequel? Uh, is it the same director?
0: Yeah. No. Who direct he's, direct? he's done a lot of good things, but it's this one they said is less of a sequel to Prometheus and more of a true prequel to Aliens. He got oh,
1: okay. Right. Well, then if that. <laughs> Sorry. Pretty quick coming. on the button
0: that time. Huh?
1: Yeah. Um. You know what, and if that's the case, then yes, I will see it, because as far away from Prometheus as I can get, the better. That, okay, well, Well, I'm just going to tell you, I'm
0: playing two different robots in this next one.
1: Okay, well, the fact, like, okay, what I'm just going to say, though, is that um, Keegan's top picks for worst movies ever created number one slot goes to Prometheus, Worst worst movie ever created. I have never I've never actually walked out of a movie theater pissed off before. I've walked well, out of I movie theater asleep. For a no, I'm you serious. Walked
0: out asleep.
1: I've I've had movies where I've fallen asleep like Golden Boy, uh, <laughs> Hellboy, the Golden Army. Yeah, I fell asleep. I actually seen that in Ireland, and. Um, I hated it. Like, it was just so boring. I actually fell asleep. Um,
0: Um, Can I I put you on pause here for a second and talk about something personal? Yes. So, I mentioned this girl that we went out once and, like, we've been texting a bunch. Yes. She fell asleep during episode seven.
1: Okay. Um. what do I do? Okay, now... I'm going to give you some uh, – I'm going to relay some information from my personal life. Uh, Shannon falls asleep at most Star Wars movies. Oh. But she likes it. Yes. Like, guess. Yeah, you're you right. Know. Like, so – She went to Star Wars in the theater at least. She's she's seen like every single Star Wars. She gets confused with the storyline and stuff like that. There's a lot of things that are happening that she just doesn't understand as on the level that I do or you do. Yeah women are a different creature
0: <laughs> it's true. let's girls, let's go ahead she calls herself a trekkie she prefers star trek it's star wars no i know
1: okay well then you might as well just give it up now
0: <laughs> i know i'm really wrestling with that
1: like this I'm is like really a divided wrestling. fate i'm so sad for you
0: i know other than that she's great
1: well, that's good. She's
0: a, then I'm happy for she's a real you. Real nerd. She likes horror movies quite
1: a bit and stuff. Oh man, does she? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Then, if, I, like, I am horror incarnate. Like, I love horror movies, man. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Like Everything about a horror movie just, uh, well, ever since I was younger, my mom used to show me horror movies, and I definitely should not have been watching them at the time. <laughs> definitely should not have been. But it, it sensitized me to so much more. And now I go into movies like I've been scared shitless like to the point where my mind like thinking about the movie afterwards. I think about it so much. And then, um, when I go to movies now, I always look for the one that's going to like just destroy me mentally because it's so scary. Those are the ones that I like. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, if she's oh, ever no. needing any help on horror, I've I've got it. Cool. Uh,
0: you mentioned destroying you mentally, so we might as well talk about another trailer here: Transformers Five.
1: Oh. <laughs> okay. That's, so you seen my reaction on Facebook? I I like I said, it, no matter what they do to the franchise, the robots themselves, Megatron. And Optimus, even Bumblebee. They will always be such well done creatures, characters, that mm. you'll never get tired of them. Visually. Yeah.
0: I wouldn't call them well done characters, but they're very well done visually.
1: Well I mean they're timeless. For what they are,
0: they're timeless.
1: These like you can't I it's mean, like the these TV Transformers, TV Transformers in the movie have turn. never looked
0: like the Transformers to me, but
1: no, but I mean, like it's just the idea of them, though. It's like the it's like the turtles, right? Yeah. Like even true. though the movies are just garbage, I don't disrespect the turtles at all because I, you know, like their storylines are just something amazing. And that's exactly what Transformers is: is they've got an amazing storyline. Just the general
0: story, you mean? Like not these movies particularly.
1: Not the movies particularly, okay. but just the it, general it's idea. Just crap! I don't know why they keep doing it.
0: Okay, one more here. Did you see the
1: Mummy trailer? I did. I really don't think that it's going to be very great. Me neither. It's a Mission Impossible movie, I don't essentially. I like think
0: it. I think they, you, I talk remember earlier you mentioned, uh, oh, I saw the whole movie now. I saw the trailer. Like, And this trailer did. It. They killed Tom Cruise in the trailer, and then he sits back up and they show he's alive. Like That might be the first 20 minutes of the film, but I think if they could have cut the trailer together without showing that he died or that he was resurrected, that could have been a huge surprise for people in the theater.
1: If they would have just left it as um, the uh, queen there yeah. with her eye pupils just spreading out to oh, Claude, creepy. like I've never seen that before. What, doesn't like that happen? was that that doesn't happen in reality. <laughs> <laughs> so, um,
0: but yeah, sorry. Like, go ahead. Just think, if you're sitting there watching in the theater, and all of a sudden Tom Cruise dies, you'd be like, "Oh man, they totally executive decision that." Mm-hmm, yeah. Maybe where Steven Seagal died in the first twenty minutes.
1: <laughs> Steven Seagal yep. did you know that Rob uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme is uh, going to be doing a new movie right away too?
0: he's probably doing a movie every two months they just go straight to video
1: <laughs> no it's supposed to be like the big comeback movie
0: it's supposed, they're all supposed to be
1: yeah um, but the Mummy trailer um, it looked alright uh, at the very start, when you have seen just the teaser trailer, but then when you have seen the little bit more in depth trailer, it was just like, "Wow, where's Brendan Fraser when you need him?" <laughs> <laughs> True. So, yeah, it was it was quite brutal, but I don't know, it's, it's rehashing ideas.
0: No, I know. Well, know? they're trying to build up the Universal Monsters film universe, like Russell Crowe is playing Doctor Jekyll in that movie. Wait, what? Well, Russell Crowe in that trailer is Dr. Jekyll in The Mummy.
1: Okay, so and is was, this?
0: It, was, it was, was supposed to be part of a big Marvel-type expansive universe with a bunch of movies. It was supposed to, you, uh, It was supposed to start with Dracula untold, but they were like, Ugh, that didn't do very well, so they kind of nixed that. And I think Victor Frankenstein was in that as well. But now The Mummy is the official start to it.
1: Okay, so this, okay. Is, this has nothing to do with, like, the original Mummy franchise, then?
0: No, it's a whole new thing, and like I said, it's got Dr. Jekyll, it's going to roll out, like, there'll be a Dracula showing up, probably a creature, like all the old Universal movie, movie monsters, the Wolfman, all those things are going to roll and kind of do this big shared universe thing.
1: See, that's so ridiculous, because when I'm sitting here and I'm looking at the trailer, I'm thinking, okay, this is Brendan Fraser's The Mummy series, Nope. You know, like I, I watched the cartoons for Christ's sake, like
0: Rick O'Connell.
1: Yeah. So. Now, so now you're telling me that it's not there's a lot of people that are going to be confused about this.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, well, you, it's set in the modern day or whatever, too. So.
1: Well, yeah. So was in a sense, the mummy, but
0: no, the mummy was set in like the 20s or 30s.
1: So, I mean there's nothing. To I, say honestly to I really couldn't I really couldn't tell because of all the like magic and stuff that was happening. It was like more like <laughs> More like today with all the magic tech. we have. Yeah.
0: Alright. It's time to talk about oh, that other thing.
1: That other thing, yeah. The the thing that's just kinda like in the background.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Nobody really like knows too much about it, but...
0: No, it only made uh, $71 million on Friday night on track to make $135 million this weekend. Oh, wow. That's good money.
1: That is some good money for Disney. <sighs> oh,
0: Disney made... They, they already had uh, grossed more than $4 billion worldwide, and that was like in September or something. That was before Star Wars and Doctor Strange had hit, and I think Moana wasn't even out yet. That wow. was just off like Captain America and Finding Dory and Pete's Dragon.
1: Pete's Dragon. The they made.
0: So, wow. who did you see Rogue One, A Star Wars Story? Yes, I did. Me too. Hey, Mark just popping in here for a second. Heads up, we go full spoilers. Uh, we didn't mention that here, but just spoiler alert for Rogue One, A Star Wars Story. And it ended up making... Uh, 290.5 million dollars worldwide throughout the weekend, anyway.
1: Spoiler alert. I watched it and I loved it, me too. Eventually, I
0: I, I did not like it from the start.
1: Okay, well, there let's, was no,
0: let's 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 no let's slow. I know we're gonna end up all over the place. Let's start at the beginning. There was no crawler, yep. and I was like. Mm.
1: It was hard. Even
0: novels and old video games and like everything has had a crawler. Yeah. Um. I know this one essentially is the crawler for episode four, but it's still. I think it should have used a crawler.
1: You know, at the beginning of the movie when they were uh, going across the ring there. Yeah. It seemed like the the ring.
0: That was a nice twist. Like it usually does, pan across a ship or something in space. So it was the first time it panned across a ring. It's fine.
1: But. But are you telling me that you didn't think that that was, like, broken fragments of what <laughs> a crawler was actually? I thought maybe like, it was. I wasn't sure. It looked like a, like a fragmented crawler just going, like, horizontally across <laughs> the screen. Like, it was supposed to be there, like, symbolically, right? I didn't see that.
0: But either. It didn't work
1: for me. No, it, it's, it, it's hard when you open it up with uh, a, long a long time, time ago.
0: ago. Yeah, let's see. Far, far away. And then, like, I'm, like, I'm raising my ears for the trumpet blast. yeah but so right off and and that's the thing they were trying to do they were saying it's not a Star Wars movie it's a movie set in Star Wars and I think they established it very well because there were like the traditional wipes like weren't there Um, they had like planet names under all the planets which has never been done in Star Wars like the filming style which is very different
1: which really helped in my opinion because a newer person coming into it needs to know what these places are yeah and how to spell the fucking names well I've
0: never even heard of some of those planets like before Rogue One like Jeddah, Edao Scarif like these aren't planets we've seen before the only planet not the only planet but they, they went to Mustafar briefly, yeah. and didn't put a planet title under that but,
1: but yet when they go to Yavin 4 they yeah. they had it they like did. it was guess, t- the like, title chronologically
0: if you're watching 1, 2, 3 Rogue One 4, 5, 6 that is the first time you see Yavin 4 yeah, but it's not the first time we see Mustafar, so maybe that's why they did. It. I don't know. I just thought it was. Out. If that was in fact Mustafar, which I'm sure it was,
1: and they brought back Jimmy Smiths. Oh, absolutely. I fucking okay. So Jimmy Smiths is like the only one that has come back from the original one, two, and three. Um,
0: technically, technically uh, in, in epi- like a well, in episode three, Mon Mothma was there, and that it was the same actress. But her mm-hmm. scenes were deleted from the final cut.
1: Oh, were they? Yeah. Okay. So I thought that was
0: really good. They brought back the same actress. I was like, yeah, why not? Because she, well, she, looks enough like my mom. My. Yeah.
1: yeah. So okay, okay. So let's talk about first off here, people sorry. that. Okay. Oh, do you well, okay? Do you one more how do that, you want to do
0: this? I just want to go one more thing that took me out of the movie, like set me off. I'm just going to finish that little rant. Um, All right. When the title screen came up, it was Rogue One. It was a very weird font.
1: Yeah. And the it's, music it was just clear. the
0: music when that came up just didn't quite do it for me like the music on a whole i felt wasn't quite star wars a lot of people are praising michael giacchino for his score and i to me it just didn't make didn't scream star wars to me so i mean i kind of felt like oh this is a movie but it's not a star wars movie but don't get me wrong by the end i was full in this is star wars i was crying like
1: wait who was the michael, michael uh giacchino? yeah
0: yeah but Michael
1: Cicchino is – now explain to me why John Williams wasn't a part of this.
0: I don't know. I just think they never asked him. He's 82 years old. They're still using him for like seven, eight, and nine and just had different yeah. but They had someone else. I wish I could think of his name. Uh, Alexander Displat. I don't know if it's Alexander. His last name is Displat.
1: That God. was the guy that did the original trailer for the movie. Yeah, like well, he was
0: he was doing the music. He did the music for Godzilla with Gareth Edwards, and he was working on it. And at some point, not terribly long ago, he left, and they got Michael Giacchino in to do it.
1: It was because of the uh, scheduling. Probably. It, it was because um, of these reshoots and stuff like that. It was it was really me- it messing with his schedule, yeah. so that he was like, "Fuck this, I'm out."
0: Either way, I think i don't know i shift my schedule for star wars but yeah but no michael came and the music was fine like i had it wasn't at the foremost of my mind you know i wasn't paying the most attention to it i
1: i think i was more so because i ended up checking out the original soundtrack before the movie started so i was yeah i was listening to it on spotify actually and it was um it's epic
0: is it Okay, I yeah, know like some of it was good, but like nothing sticks in my head. Although one song now is playing over my head. Like, it, it's because you watch John Williams. That's
1: why I do want you John want Williams. I know uh,
0: on uh, a podcast, Star Wars Oxygen on Rebel Force Radio, they're gonna go and break down the music for Rogue One, and they do a really good job of it. So like, that'll probably turn me around to it. And, like the next couple times I see it, I'll be more listening to it. But yeah. just like right away, it was there was no there wasn't one big but there was a Duel of the Fates right there wasn't a big yeah. song for it there's nothing super catchy and there wasn't a lot of the star wars song
1: no because like, you got, you got little vivid. hints of it yeah you got hints yeah. of it and you had
0: more hints of uh, the imperial march but it still just wasn't quite there but like i said by the end it was full star wars and i loved it okay so yeah that said
1: let's uh let's talk about
0: characters or what
1: were you gonna say I was going to talk about um, basically the revamping of characters. Sure. So we had Mon Mothma, mm-hmm. which oh. she looks exactly like the original character. I know. Like to a T. Um, and then you've got Princess Leia at the very yeah. end. Who was she played by? Was she played by Carrie Fisher's daughter?
0: Billy Lord? And no, that would have made sense. Uh,
1: I think because she looks exactly. That's what Shadow does, actually. actually.
0: She does look exactly. No, that was all. That was CG.
1: Because they had. Uh, on the ending credits, they we were actually noting. To Jerry Fisher. Yeah. Um, so, I'm guessing that that was just all CG, but then. And yeah, it was sort
0: of like a stand in that semi looked like her and then CG'd up. Like they did. Um, that
1: must have been Like it.
0: young Michael Douglas in Ant-Man or young Tony Stark in Civil War.
1: Yeah. So, that, like wow I and that was one of my predictions when I yeah when I had originally watched A New Hope uh, first thing in the morning before seeing the movie I had said to Shannon I said look it they're gonna have Princess Leia at the end of the movie they have to yeah like it only makes sense so that was great
0: so okay well that obviously leads right into the next one Grand Moff Tarkin or Governor Tarkin wow I was gonna say did you even know
1: Know what? That he was a complete CG character? Well, obviously, it couldn't have been the old guy because he died years ago. Yeah, he died years ago. But. They, uh. That was. They, there was a stand CG. in
0: playing him that looked a lot like him, actually.
1: That's but just like, all CG face. Complete CG face. He is taller. Wow. But yeah. Oh, I was, that was fantastic. I there were rumors like... about that for
0: months. And I thought, okay, a couple, like they first showed him, like you see a bit of his reflection in the mirror or in the glass. So I was like, okay, it'll just be like that. And then he just turns around and then they go balls out. Like here's a close up of him.
1: Yeah. Like, he was a complete like, character. He wasn't just in one scene or two scenes. Like, oh, he was, yeah, he was, he was the Tupac of the situation. Yeah, he he like, came back to life in front of everybody. Like they did. Really. Oh, like. They they did such a fantastic job. Yeah, like with that, the CGs, they did a great job. I know at
0: that point I was out of the movie, like I wasn't even listening to what he was saying. I was just watching. Like, you could see it around his mouth a little, but I mean, people that didn't—if you didn't know,
1: no, I, I you, didn't. You wouldn't have known. Yeah, Some no. People I,
0: online are saying they would. Like, oh, they'd be like, "Why is this guy CG?" But like, no, I don't think so. That no, is it's insane
1: and this is exactly what I said to Shannon too while we were watching A New Hope because we were watching the, the um, George Lucas cut where they've added in all the CGs and whatnot. Yeah, especially. Is everybody sits there and and complains about how bad it looks and how this and that. And I was like, okay, so who cares?
0: And then 94 ninety
1: six? Like the graph, like the... the <laughs> The uh, the graphics of everything are not going to be as great because of you know being back then like it was a little bit. Still,
0: but you compare it to other stuff from back then, it's amazing. Exactly. Even, even nineteen ninety nine Phantom Menace, Jar Jar Binks still looks great. hundred percent. But Spider Man One from like two thousand one or whatever, looks like
1: crap. Yeah. It's because when people sit there, they like they want to they want to love it. But then they just – for some reason, because everybody else, they're jumping on that bandwagon of hate, right? Yeah, I'm like, I'm sitting here, and I'm like, guys, come on. Like this – it. who cares if you see like a little like drone or something fly across in the background because right. George Lucas thought that that was more towards his idea of what he wanted to show, yeah. but he didn't well, he have the ability to... to show it back
0: then. Exactly, and he wanted to touch things up. In the original Return of the Jedi, you can see puppet strings like
1: – yeah. Like, you just, and okay, so yeah, you're in your in the cantina or whatever, you're in the Jabba's palace, and there's these fucking, like, everybody just bashes those singers that they had in there with, like, the one with the big lips and the mouth and stuff like yeah. that. I'm like, Is, that yes, I'm, doesn't bring anything to my attention. Like, that's not something the, i there uh, to pay attention to.
0: I prefer Jedi, uh, I prefer Lofty Neck to Jedi Rocks. Like, the, I, I didn't like that they changed the song. But I'm fine with the dance number or whatever.
1: Yeah, like, just, it's I just not... I the
0: original song. Same with the Ewok celebration. I prefer Yub Nub to whatever they put in.
1: Yeah. But... Honestly, like, to me, it makes no difference. No. And it made, like, it's a nice difference. little join together, like, at the end of the movie, where you see um, Obi-Wan and you see Anakin show up.
0: Yeah. And they changed
1: but the you game. see he... Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's okay. I'm fine. Like, With why this. would you want to see an old guy then that makes no sense? Yeah. yeah. Like, you guys just gotta stop being so fucking critical oh, yeah. about this stuff. Well, like, people, they, like, it, that's it, the
0: other thing people don't realize: is Star Wars. Like, every time Star Wars is re-released, there are changes. Like, yeah. When it first came out in the theaters, it was just Star Wars, and then when they re-released it in the theaters, it was like Episode Four: A New Hope.
1: Yeah, it and was like, campy, yeah. you know. Like it was, it was meant to be uh, an original kind of like independent film almost. It wasn't independent was it? Film. Yeah, Not it Wars, was, supposed wasn't supposed. It wasn't. It was never supposed to go any farther. Yeah. Oh, I know. It, it was just George Lucas working as a director. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew who he was. Nobody knew who John Williams was. Uh,
0: no, pe- at the time, people knew John Williams had already done like Jaws and few things
1: like that. Oh, that's right. And he did do Jaws, didn't Lucas he?
0: Lucas had some reputation from American Graffiti.
1: But not but, enough to uh, actually no. put him into stardom, though. No, like, not
0: enough to get Star Wars even made. He had, every studio shut him down until uh, yeah. Alan Ladd Jr. gave him a shot at thoughts. And then every so, other studio was like, Ooh,
1: shoot, huh? Yeah. So, I mean, like, regardless of what you think about, like, like, CG animations and whatnot. Like, I love the, the incorporation of puppets, and I love the incorporation of CG. It yeah. brings the world together, uh, and yeah. if you don't like it, then exactly. people won't we'll look like, somewhere oh, else.
0: Episode 7 is great because it's all practical effects. I was like, well, guess what? No, it's not. <laughs> the Tars aren't practical yeah, effects. They, like
1: they no. – um yeah yeah you definitely could not fucking do Rathars no, like
0: it's... F- find the right blend like some of the prequel stuff george always did go a little heavy with it but at the same time like you're talking about the hate and i think it just comes down to being like a sports fan like if you love the the oilers you're like i love the oilers i love the oilers even when they're losing like, oh the oilers just lost eight games in a row it's like yeah they're gonna turn it around they're gonna turn it around you bash on them a bit but you still love them like so i'm a star wars fan no matter what happens the good yeah I take it all. I'm, I'm fine with the Ewoks. I'm fine with Jar Jar Binks.
1: Yeah, like, I'm not, it's... You, know,
0: you can't pick and choose what Star Wars you love. You love it all, or you to love none of it.
1: Exactly. For me, for some people.
0: Um, yeah. So, back to characters, though, in Rogue One, what else? Did you catch uh, Gold Leader and Red Leader?
1: A hundred percent, I totally did. totally yeah.
0: recycled footage from A New Hope, or deleted scenes, and their voices, like, that was... Yeah, I loved it, it was.
1: That's, for that's, a few
0: more seconds. That came up, and I was just like,
1: "Oh, wow!" Yeah, yeah. So no, they that, did that. actually, it was funny because like I really didn't pick up on that too much because I was really enveloped in the battle. Yeah, well, I was two, uh, the second I
0: heard, it, I was like, "That's that's Gold Leader's voice." Like that's that's not somebody doing a great job. That is his voice.
1: The guy that uh, we ended up going with with his brother uh, Chris Bratton, um, he ended up uh, he's, he, like he's like. In in Star Wars since he was just a little guy, and and he he knows everything there is to know about Star Wars as well. And when that was happening, yeah, (laughs) when that was happening, he was just like he was laughing to himself because he just like he knew it right. And I'm like sitting there, I'm like, what what the fuck are you laughing at? Okay, go back to the battle, like bam, bam. And he just chuckles again. It's just like, man, am I missing something right now? And then I listened to it, and I was like, oh. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> so. Did you catch, um uh,
0: Dr. Evazon and Pondababa? Yes. I've got the death warrant and systems. <laughs> I fucking. I, I didn't really like ever. how.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I really didn't like how young they looked, but at the same time, I guess. Yeah, Pondibaba, sure, maybe. Pondababa
0: hardly to looked today over 20.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, C3PO and R2D2. Yeah. Oh,
0: they never tell us anyway. Yeah. do you watch uh you watch rebels no okay i'm sure some of our listeners watch rebels all oh, six of them just there's a <laughs> there's a bunch of rebels uh things like the rebels ship was in the battle the uh their robot chopper apparently was in the background i didn't catch him but they were like can general sindula come to the office or whatever that's a character from rebels i was like oh ah. so
1: oh i like that they
0: were acknowledging that stuff
1: right on yeah yeah, cuz Rebels happens um It's a,
0: it's a, I think it's a year
1: it's or two before. before this. Yeah. Um now uh, one of the things that I wanted to bring up was uh another prediction of mine. Sure. Uh when Shannon and I were watching it, we were uh the new hope. We were watching uh as you've seen the death stars kind of like you know Prince like the, the from the, the plans, the plans themselves. Yeah. yeah. And you see like this crappy old 1980s digital kind of like readout. And I was like, Shannon, I can bet my life that they're going to show this in the new movie. Oh, absolutely. I was like, that would be such a wild nod to the original kind of like just movies. It's just like, Hey, here's the original, like,
0: yeah. You know, what <laughs> another uh, you know nod there was
1: that I liked
0: What's that, uh, that they stole data tapes.
1: Stolen data tapes yeah uh,
0: there's that one line in uh episode four there it's like your faith that an ancient religion hasn't conjured up the stolen data tapes it's like ah <laughs> data tapes
1: nice yeah uh, Yeah. and then um what else there's just so much um there's, so much. there's like yeah like there's they added mm-hmm. in so much to make everything mm-hmm. so like just perfect like it, it worked mm-hmm. and like uh, you know we're talk- we're talking with a, a director who did Godzilla yeah who and yeah even though that movie even went through reshoots I think Every movie what they goes through reshoots people they are, do
0: they' are overhyping this one
1: yeah um, they're making a big deal about it because it's Star Wars obviously yeah. but um so whatever they
0: did it was worth it
1: this guy is a fan
0: of oh my god yeah he's pop culture. Didn't see like any of the back uh, backstage stuff.
1: Oh, he's just he's, he's having he's like a he's, child yeah, man. Yeah, well, he's
0: loving. He's like oh my god, it's Star it Wars like. Yeah. He, I was actually just listening to a thing where into <laughs> this interview and uh, Ben Mendelsohn was uh, director chronic. They were filming scenes or whatever with Darth Vader, and then Ben Mendelsohn's like Gareth, can you can you come here for a sec? Something something's not working or whatever, and it is. He's like, yeah, sure. Pulls him off to the side. Like, what's wrong? He's like, it's fucking Darth Vader. <laughs> and then just like, oh, my God, I know. And they just geeked up from it and then turned around all professional. Like, yeah, OK, we'll get that taken care of. And then they just went, back, <laughs> went back to work. But they just had to take a minute to be like, oh, my God.
1: Yeah, like we can all take a minute to just revel in how menacing they made Darth Vader oh in this movie. Well, it
0: certainly gives justification to the start of Episode Four, like, why all the Rebels are shitting their pants. When oh the door my... is slowly opening. Oh, my God, They're dude. They're just like... Oh. Because they just watched him destroy.
1: Oh, my God, dude. That was just... When you seen the darkness kind of floating in... Mm-hmm. and And then all you see is that
0: I thought the lightsaber was up and then it was going to cut away I thought the lightsaber came up and that's what we get but no
1: no way dude we got so much more I said to Chris afterwards I said this has been the most amazing thing that I have ever seen Darth Vader do Mm -hmm. in a movie I've never seen I've seen it in like something somewhat in video games and stuff like that but not to this
0: there was a comic that was like that but it's not the same
1: Oh, it just, it fucking blew my fucking mind, dude. I was sitting there. My mouth was like, I was ready to receive. <laughs> I was, it was. Un- <laughs> Don't make that face. Don't say things like that and I won't make this face. That's going to be, that's going to be a hard cut. <laughs> no. Nope. Yes. Mm <coughs> we'll I'll watch I'll botch this entire interview from this point on. <laughs> I, can, I can take it from here. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, bro, I was I was more along the lines of I was ready to receive yeah! the yeah, yeah! yeah exactly. I was ready to receive how um like when I should really stop saying... It. It's not helping my cause. Like It's not... Well,
0: you're talking about a load, right? What? You're talking about, like, a load? You're ready to receive a load? Yeah, I guess
1: so. Okay. You're like just,
0: I'm, not, no, I'm not, like, just, trying to, like, hold that. Just which. the seed of George Lucas all over my mouth. <laughs> Your
1: mouth. <laughs> We're both in this now. Uh, no. So... <laughs>
0: I've been, I've been taking George Lucas loads all my life.
1: <laughs> so when when you see Darth Vader come in after that lightsaber goes off and you just watch him like he's force choking, he's oh, using yeah. fucking lightsaber at the same
0: yeah. time. He rips the three guns from that guy, from those guys, and slams the other guy into the roof and just holds him there.
1: That was like... And that's that was like horror movie standard, right? Like mm-hmm. that was like oh my god, I'm possessed, like, whoa, god, fucking right to the ceiling, like, that's something scary about that, right? Oh, something scary about
0: the whole thing, like, just imagine a horror movie, like, just a ship full of rebels, and one Darth Vader on the loose, the only problem with that is he'd have them all wiped out in ten minutes. Yeah. But yeah,
1: oh, that
0: was, just the whole, like I, like I said, the last thirty minutes was just, oh my god, and then the last five or ten was just like, oh my god! Like,
1: yeah hundred percent yes <sighs> I was it nervous. was just
0: not not because everybody died like you knew that was coming which uh, which death touched
1: you you know most? what i actually didn't um i actually didn't see it coming i, I, I did i
0: always thought that and then partway through the movie i was like oh maybe so and so will live or something
1: it was Jin and um kassian. yeah kassian at the end that was that was wonderful like, that was such an amazing ending for them. Yeah,
0: well, they're just like, well, we're fucked. Let's just hug.
1: You know, like, it wasn't a kiss. It wasn't, like, it was just perfect the way it was. Mm-hmm. You know, like, they, they could not have done that any better. Yeah. Like, seeing that impending doom coming straight for their fucking face. But
0: knowing that they,
1: like... They did it. They like, did it. they completed their mission. They And Jin, you know, kind of did this for her father. She was happy that she can finally go to her father now. Mm-hmm. I'm amazed that they did get rid of them, considering we have heard talks about, like, a sequel to it and stuff like that.
0: We've heard no talks about a sequel. The talk we've heard about a sequel is them saying there will be no sequel to Rogue One.
1: Oh, I thought that there was a talk to Rogue One.
0: Well, obviously not. uh, Well, the sequel to Rogue One is Episode 4.
1: Oh, that's true. By minutes. By minutes, yeah.
0: uh, So, was that the death that touched you the most? Uh...
1: I think it was the blind guy. Shira in I liked his death best because he he like went through and he used the force. Um, I was
0: expecting him to throw the lever with the force, honestly. Like I, thought that he was go- I thought he was going to straight up use the force. Yeah, that would've been it, cool. He was definitely sensitive to it like when he shot down that tie fighter and it went right into the that turret. At that point. Yeah. Like I mean, he wasn't like using the force to guide it or anything, but he used the force to know when to shoot. And...
1: Yeah. And you know, maybe his midi chlorian count is low.
0: Yeah.
1: Lower than normal. I mean, obviously he's blind, so that makes it worse for him. I like that. It's like
0: the force protected me. I protected you.
1: <laughs> I like I liked his his character. He was um he was a really well rounded character. He was funny. Yeah. and yeah so what about you
0: um k2so oh K2SO. yeah that was the most touching death
1: do you uh, know who his voice actor is that was,
0: uh, one alan tudyk holborn wash from firefly
1: firefly or
0: king candy from uh wreck it ralph
1: or uh sunny from irobot yes he was sunny from irobot uh, steve the pirate from dodgeball Wow, he's been on a lot of stuff. He he's has. done it for himself. Yeah, he's
0: done. He's, he does a lot of Disney cartoons, actually. Yeah. He was. Uh, he was in Transformers
1: Three. <laughs> K2SO was such a great character. If, I have never laughed so hard at a droid before. If you want to
0: know the probability she'll use that gun on you? No, I don't. <laughs> it's high. Very high.
1: Very high. <laughs> like he even had the hand movement too. Um. It's just like. It's very high, guy. Like, come on. <laughs>
0: I'll be with you too, Jin. The captain says I have to.
1: <laughs> and he just like, I love like when he's like, he has the bags in yeah, his hands. He just, drops, he just drops it. Just drops like, I I lost it there. That was so funny.
0: Yeah, no, I liked it when was
1: he, uh, when he picked up the stormtrooper and started just hitting other stormtroopers with him. Yeah, just yeah, like a doll, right? Like yeah. just. Did you know that wasn't me when you shot him? <laughs> Yeah, no, that was it, it was, was good. He was great, it
0: was, and they didn't yeah. they didn't like overuse him, which was great.
1: Yeah, no, they they really like used they him. Just, for,
0: per, yeah, they didn't overuse him. They didn't underuse him. Just catches a grenade, no, and casually throws it. Like, yes, yeah, so what would you do without I me? Mean.
1: Well, this whole everybody dying has completely thrown out the theory that we're dealing with the Knights of Red or the has I don't know. They, they that planet was destroyed, man. Close. Or that not the planet, but the the, I
0: like that they're Darth Darker I, the do c-
1: I don't think I don't think that that's possible. No. Like there's just no way their bodies are incinerated. There's Perfect. nothing to them.
0: I think we're so. done with these characters. I could see K yeah. two. K2- Which I'm amazed o coming back. Not necessarily not necessarily K two S O, but another droid of that model. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I could see maybe some of these guys showing up in uh, prequels to this one, like just it, probably in novels more than anything. Or maybe, uh, well, Saw Guerrero actually is now confirmed to show up later this season in Rebels. That was for Whitaker, so I mean, that makes sense. So any of them could show up in What did you Rebels. think
1: of his role?
0: It was kind of pointless.
1: He was like... I'm, not I'm going to
0: run. I'm just going to stand here and die. I was like, all right.
1: Weirdo. yeah he like, was I mean, way over acted for what he was uh, yeah, yeah like Forrest Whitaker like yeah grats like you do a so good I'm job of you yeah like he just Sounded I like don't know or. just yeah like just very like not needed
0: no, so like, uh, maybe it would have been something like else it's... like if he tried to run but no he's just like yeah I'm done I'm done fighting it's like really you're like an extremist terrorist rebel like all of a sudden you're just like yeah I'm done I'm done I'll just wait here and die
1: yeah. I didn't. Well, like he kind no of had, had like in the
0: movie but he didn't have to just sit there and die.
1: Yeah, he kind of just like he he had a big pivotal role in the movie and then it just like uh, whatever. Yeah. Um, like, okay, well, bye." <laughs>
0: do you think his creepy octopus monster is uh, Snoke?
1: Reading minds. Yeah. I never really put two and two together.
0: That's totally Snoke. No. I don't know. People online are speculating. I don't think so.
1: It's the eyes, really. I think that's the only reason why they're, <laughs> they're speculating it, because yeah. the eyes are so fucked up.
0: I, I also don't remember anyone grabbing that octopus monster and getting him off the planet. So
1: I, uh, I pretty well thought that that was, like, Jabba's, like, love interest. <laughs> uh, probably. Yeah.
0: No, Jabba likes Twi'leks and Slave or
1: oh, uh... He has a a grandson.
0: Does he have a grandson? No,
1: he has a son. Stinky. Oh, was that his son? Yeah. I thought it was his grandson. No, his <laughs> I love that little guy. His, his,
0: his,
1: his little boo He was so right? sick. He was. He was so sick in that episode. Was I was so sad. Well. Um, okay, so. Stinky, that. That's so good. Okay, um, now. So wait, you watched The Clone Wars, but you didn't watch Rebels? Yeah. Keegan. Keegan.
0: Watch rebels.
1: I'm, I'm not. I'm not into rebels because they Okay. There, yeah, so, like,
0: there's an episode on rebels where the uh, Princess Leia was there and they actually formed. Uh, not formed. They uh, they did, did something and they stole three hammerhead cruisers from the Empire.
1: I love those hammerhead cruisers. I say, one of which
0: we just so, uh, was awesome. Just ramming the just star bashing, destroyers.
1: Yeah, the star destroyers just destroyed the gate. Yeah. did that, that gate at all
0: remind you of Spaceballs? <laughs>
1: Not really. I, I never really thought about it. I never connected
0: it, but... it. My brother said, texted me afterwards, like that gate reminded me of Spaceballs. I was like, oh my god, I can't <laughs> believe it, I never connected that. Um,
1: no. Uh, what was the admiral's name again?
0: Ro- Rothman, Ratton,
1: Ratten or something his like general,
0: that. General Stephen Stanton did his voice, but I couldn't tell you his name. Um, why is that? It wasn't because so that's what you're. Obviously, no, it
1: wasn't Akbar. No. I thought it was
0: weird they used a blue moncal and then two white ones. Like I've never seen blue or white. Yeah, and but all of a I was like why not at least make one of them red? Like why not? Well, I guess cuz they all died so you couldn't say one was Akbar, but
1: I loved I loved his ship, man. Like his ship was like so perfect. Like he's he's good at at uh, uh directing an assault, but his 360 degree view of everything <laughs> is the, just perfect.
0: I loved how he like Even though he was, he was
1: all like,
0: like talking on the radio and everybody still like looked right down at the planet. He's like, oh, yeah, he's like like looking down, but I don't. Yeah,
1: no, but that was so cool. Like, I love that. I don't know why, but I just, I loved that when he was like looking down at the radis. Yeah. At first I thought his name was like admirable, uh, admiral, um, peanut butter or something like that or parfait or some shit. Um but no like his his ship was amazing like his deck was like perfect because he was like watching as like tie fighters were going by and he was looking down at the planet yeah. and oh, yeah, you know like, like
0: that's kind of what you need in something like
1: that hell yeah and why wasn't that never like I've never seen that before like I've seen like control ships where like the captain is right dead center of like a big globe kind of thing And, like, he's looking at everything, but never, like, taking note to what's happening below and whatnot. So, it was perfect how they made his ship. It was. Oh, it was just...
0: I loved when they were like, let's get out of here, and the rebel fleets are all taken out, and then all of a sudden, like, Darth Vader's Star Destroyer, uh... Warps, not warps, but the light speeds in, just right in front, and then, like, they crash into it, like...
1: Oh, my God, right? Like, that was so fucking cool. It just, like, came out of nowhere and just stopped them dead in their tracks like that. And then just started destroying, like... Oh, man, that was so fucking cool. I thought
0: that was great, too. Like, there were two... And then, like, a lot of people online predicted this, myself included. I think there were two medical frigates you could see in the trailers and going in the ship, like, those are the ones that had, like, two sections with a long, narrow bridge between the two. Yeah. Like, there's two of those, but in Empire Strikes Back, there's only one.
1: Oh. So, so obviously,
0: one of them is going to go down, and it did.
1: Okay, so, um, I got a little bit of information for you. Sure. For Scarf. Scarif? Or Scarif. <laughs> Scarf? Or Scarf. 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 Uh, That's some
0: information on scarf. They
1: keep your neck warm. Here's, here's your scarf. Uh, <laughs> scarf is located on the outer rims of the galaxy near the Corillian Run and the planet where the weird history of Geonosis has seen him on Attack of the Clones. That was, makes uh
0: sense.
1: Yeah. So um, was,
0: uh there was begun uh, in orbit around Geonosis.
1: That's right, and the Death Star plans from Count Dooku during the Clone Wars, Geonosis provided a bunch of borderline slave workers to the Republic when it started the Death Star's construction. Okay. So it wasn't Wookiee slaves, it was just regular Outer Rim slaves. Mm -hmm. Um, Scarif is also right next to Tatooine. Oh, is it? Both Anakin and Luke Skywalker started their uh, Jedi That train. makes
0: perfect sense. <laughs> now that I think about this, uh, Princess Leia, the uh, Antony before, takes off and it gets intercepted by a Star Destroyer. So obviously, right over time, I mean.
1: Yeah, and as shown from sense. the map above, the Death Star is also very far away from Alderaan, the first planet for the Death Star destroys in A New Hope, showing the Death Star can attack just about any planet in the galaxy from a comfortable distance.
0: Well, it also has hyperdrive. Yeah, sure. It could, well, it showed up in the middle of...
1: Well, that's right, yeah, yeah. Like something
0: right. large is entering from hyperspace.
1: Um, to me, it's got
0: propulsion systems.
1: So this is also uh, the battle on... Uh, Scarif is actually very highly um, adapted from a lot of uh, inner conflict in, from World War II. Yeah,
0: a lot of Pacific theater stuff.
1: Um, most of Scarif scenes were shot on Lamu, Atoll, a chain of islands in the Republic of uh, Maldives.
0: <laughs> I've heard of all those things.
1: I know that's uh, it's um, oh, it's rest. off the coast of India near Sri Lanka. I've heard of those two. Uh, they were formerly Buddhist uh, until the residents converted to Islam in the 12th century. So it was a it was a lot of um, a lot of strange shit. That they were actually using a lot of stormtroopers were actually residents of the islands. Yeah. And um, when they were asking like, "Oh fuck, like aren't you just excited to be a stormtrooper?" They're like, "Nah." And they're like, <laughs> "You think that this is stupid, don't you?" Yes. Because they've never even seen Star Wars, so they don't even know what the fuck's going on. So there's a little bit of information on the scare for you there. Nice. Speaking of scare, if there
0: were a couple stormtroopers talking, did you catch?
1: <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I did. Yeah, I uh, did. They were walking and they were talking about some blaster, which was actually a reference to A New Hope because they were doing the same thing in the Death Star.
0: Yeah.
1: New Hope. They were, uh,
0: on, the Death Star, well, on the Death Star, they were talking about a speeder. They say, hey, did you see the uh, new VT-16? Yeah, from what I hear, it's pretty something to be seen or something like that. It was yeah. just like background chatter. And they actually, in Episode 7, played up on that as well. They were talking about the uh, the T-17
1: yeah, yeah, so like, it was, yeah, uh, they
0: they just <laughs> yeah. Sorry, they called in a bunch of voice actors and stuff to do like extra dialogue and stuff, and they just kind of filtered it throughout. And some of that was actually Dave Collins, who uh, was proxy in Force Unleashed. Did you play Force Unleashed?
1: A little bit. I didn't actually play it through.
0: Okay, but it was uh, Dave. I believe it was Dave Collins who did proxy, and Sam Witwer who was uh, Star Killer they were called in oh. some of this additional dialogue and they were just like oh hey did you see the new T-17 they kind of recreated that uh, conversation for episode 7
1: that's really cool yeah
0: and then so it, to me it sounded like I haven't had it confirmed yet but it sounded like the same guys and they were just doing the same thing and this time they were talking about the T-15 so in Rogue One they mentioned the T-15 in episode 4 they talked about the V-T-16 and then in episode 7 they talked about the v- the T-17 <laughs> so it's kind of I think mean, it's just
1: that's kinda awesome. a, running,
0: a running joke now
1: yeah. It's going to be on no, it's, own. it's it's
0: it's the new. I got a bad feeling about this.
1: Yeah, <laughs> this like I in Rogue One. Yeah. Like,
0: that's another way to show it wasn't quite a core Star Wars movie, mm-hmm. you know. Like I've got a bad feeling. Shut up.
1: A lot of people were um were talking when I was watching like a bit of like spoiler free uh, reactions to Rogue One. Yeah, and right people, like, that's a dangerous game playing that. Like, you've got to be very careful oh. when you're doing that, you know, Shit, spoiler yeah. freeze. By the
0: way, full spoilers.
1: Everyone, full spoilers oh, yeah. for Rogue One. <laughs> we're probably going to have to put it in the title. Yeah. At I'll, this I'll, point. I'll at, <laughs> at this point, we're definitely going to have to put that in the title. Yeah. Well, I think anybody who not seen like, Rogue One should not even be on the internet
0: or the <laughs> podcast right now.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm going to be seeing it again tonight with Shedden's brother. That's awesome. Um, I don't know when
0: I'm going to go again. But here's a question for you. Yes. Uh, how old of a child would you bring to this?
1: Not a baby like I had in my theater. Are you kidding me? There was a baby, um, there was, and you could hear it in the background, and at one point when the battle was happening up in space... Yeah. um Why? You watched you watched her go all the way down with the baby, and covering its ears. (laughs) I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Yeah. Avx 3D, the baby is in there. Oh, that right there uh, is bullshit.
0: Yeah, I'm debating bringing my four year old. Like I want him to see. Like I took him to uh, episode seven when he was just three in the cheap seats. After a yeah. while, He actually really enjoyed it, so I'm kind of like, I want him to be able to say, oh, I saw all the new Star Wars.
1: Yeah, okay, hold up, it, hold, up, hold, up, for... hold up, hold up. Hold you up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Keegan likes
0: me to have to edit these out. That's what Keegan likes. Keegan's all like, he's going to be watching Star Wars tonight while I'm editing out silences and coughing fits. So I'm just going to leave this one in and talk about. Um, actually, I talked about some action figures. I got uh, the. I don't know about a whole bunch of action figures. I managed to find them. I got a Sabine. I got my credit came in that I mentioned a couple weeks ago. I got a Scarif Trooper. I got the hover tank pilot. I got a bunch of the. I'm actually excited for. They've announced now that there's going to. They're going to do Chirrut and Baze and Bodhi Rook like a bunch more of these characters from the Rogue One, so that means I gotta go pick up a bunch more Scarif Troopers so I can set up a little battle scene between all that. Um, but now I got the Snow Trooper and the at pilot... AT-AT pilot, sorry. I think I'm gonna have to get a couple more Storm Troopers and probably... or Snow Troopers, and get another uh, Darth Vader to go with that. May have to track down a couple more Storm Troopers to do a big scene. Like, I wanna have a bunch of Storm Troopers and Scarif Troopers and uh, have them with the Rogue One guys kind of running at each other all Civil War style. Um, <clears throat> I don't have a lot. Of, I have like two Sand Troopers and two, maybe three regular Stormtroopers from the original trilogy era. Two of them are just uh, Luke and Han and Stormtroopers guys, but you put their helmet on, it's fine. But for some reason, episode seven Stormtroopers, I wound up with like six. I don't know how I ended up with so many. I thought I had maybe three or four, but.
1: Got quite a few um sorry yeah i just have to take care of the dog i know um one of the things that i wanted to mention was um now that i can't remember that hold on i can't remember what i was going to mention i can't remember Star Wars. I was going to say, was it Star
0: Wars
1: (laughs) or Yeah, I can't remember. All I know uh, out of – one out of ten, I give it a nine. I give it a one less just because I felt that it was – for me, it was a bit slow at the start, but then it really picked it up. Yeah. Like halfway through the movie, that's when it picked up. Yeah.
0: Like, it was never quite super slow like there was there was so much to see so much to there's, take in, yeah. so much to bring in like oh my god like here's this vehicle from the episode three and the clone wars and here's this and yeah that oh there's that Jedi statue there's,
1: there's it was so a long. lot there's so much yeah. going
0: on um but like I it like it didn't feel very star warsy to me but by the end it was full-on star wars and i was crying i was crying when it ended like
1: darth vader's base we have not talked about his base his castle then is that on the same planet that he was fucking well, that,
0: what i was talking about yeah like that has to be mustafar right
1: yeah
0: um traditionally it's been there well sometimes like originally it was created it's going to be on a snow planet like that was original uh ralph mccrory painting that was supposed to be included in like empire strikes back that,
1: oh. that was originally but yeah, because yeah, that that's of, one thing that you never seen or never even heard yeah. of. Like, you always just assumed that he was just always awake and always on the Death Star.
0: No, that makes, makes sense. It's like in that huge Bacta tank, i like, trying to cure his body.
1: Noticing how all encased in light, too? Yeah. It wasn't a darkness, it was all in light. Yeah, it was just straight up Bacta. I love that, though. Like, you see like his body kind of floating in the fucking gel shit and yeah. stuff. Like, that was just, it blew my mind when I, because the second that I seen the fucking t- thing, I was like, okay, this has to be Darth Vader. Was Who was the thinking, guy that came up? I have
0: no up? idea. Just some, some castle keeper, some bitch, I guess. Yeah. But I saw the two yeah. royal guards and I thought maybe it was the Emperor?
1: Yeah. Well, the royal guards, yeah, like shit. Yeah, but no, they protect Vader, I guess. Yeah oh no it was I was I was almost waiting to see like some sort of like inkling of the Emperor but oh man no it was just it was beautiful and did you notice that they have uh, in this movie this is where timelines come into play they still have to really watch what they say at the Senate like the Senate Senate
0: still has a lot of power like Jimmy Smith was planning on bringing uh, uh, Galen Erso like back to the Senate and
1: And putting them on trial. Yeah. Yeah, like, like that's...
0: Yeah, like, they're still talking about the Senate. Like, even the Death Star was still somewhat secret to the Senate. Yeah. That's what I think is... And then, like, the Senate... uh, I don't know when it would have happened. Like, right close to the end of the movies when the Senate would have been disbanded. Like, I guess once the Death Star was active, that's probably when Tarkin... Maybe even... Yeah. Like, we may disband the Senate now.
1: Yeah, it was the second, yeah. Because the
0: Death Star will keep the systems in line.
1: The power. Yeah. Uh, no, that I I thought that that was really cool how they were still talking about the Senate as it was still a thing.
0: Yeah.
1: So that was really well, it, that well, was also. Awesome. Like,
0: it's just it's it's uh, one of those throwaway lines in episode four where they're just like she's like the Senate won't stand. Oh, well, the Senate's been disbanded. Like
1: we just yeah. literally
0: broke up the Senate.
1: Yeah. Oh fuck. Such a good movie, man. It, like, Such like, I can't wait to see I, it a
0: couple more times. Like I won't. I know. I'll give, I'll give it like a. It's like a nine or a ten out of ten right now, but I gotta give it time to sink in and watch now, it again can I, and figure it out. Like it's definitely a Star Wars movie, and it's end, it's spot in my regular rotation. Can you?
1: Yeah. You may. What? Can I explain something to you though? You can try. And you're probably gonna get pissed off at me for saying it, but I'm just gonna go out there and say it because it needs to be said. Um. So remember a while back when I talked to you about the Marvel universe and how gods and creatures with powers have more sway in the world than say lower levels like daredevil or luke cage or even just like people that aren't just like the punisher even like kind of at the same point it's a little they they're not they're humans that have special abilities but they're not they're not like the mutants where they have outer worldly like, I like the space stuff. I like the the ones where they have massive power to okay. do things. Yeah, now I know what you're
0: talking about. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So this is where it brings me to this franchise because I love the lore behind the Sith and the Jedi. That's what I love. When it comes to this movie, it was more related towards the humans and the rebels and stuff like that. Yeah. So that goes to show you that for how much I liked Rogue One, it means a lot because I'm more into the outer-worldly stuff, That's, the special powers, yeah. than, yeah, you I know. There really was none. It was really grounded.
0: I liked that. That's a good point. But yeah, you kind of just reminded me of something else. That like, it's kind of like you don't see the, the Sith or these powerful things, but they're just like, they're mentioning Darth Vader and everybody's like, shit. And then when you finally do see it, it's like,
1: yeah. Yeah, it blows this, like, your fucking mind. It's kind line. of building up
0: like people are talking about Darth Vader, talking about Darth Vader and you're just like, and you see him, you're like, yeah, he's all right. What is it's
1: like, holy shit. Yeah, like everybody sat there thinking like, okay, well, you know, we're going to see a little bit of Darth Vader. You know, we'll see a, like a bit of Helm kind of thing. We'll just see nods to him As it was something from the past. No, no, you were fucked. You were fucked in the ass by Vader.
0: Throws the lightsaber through that guy, and then the door opens around it. Like,
1: oh, oh, Jesus Christ! What a coward, eh?
0: Like that guy right off the bat. I thought he was going to like put the data to give the disc through the, through the crack in the door. Like, take this, run. Instead, he's like, open the door and save me.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I've got the disc. You don't do nothing. What it was? (laughs)
0: At least he did the right thing at the end. Part of me was thinking he wasn't going to.
1: And, and then you're like, I thought, like, oh, I thought
0: that's where the sequel would come into play. I thought Darth Vader would take the disc and walk away. And then like, the movie would end. It would be like, what?
1: It'd be like and Vader be down like, kind yeah, of storyline. Another
0: team of rebels that has to go get it back from him.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would have been horrible. <laughs> uh, yes. But, um, with, with saying Vader down storyline kind of idea, um, I do not agree with the idea of making a standalone Vader film.
0: No, I think... Because I think make that him that... not
1: the hero. You an he can't make him even the be, anti-hero. He has to be the villain. Yeah, like, he...
0: He is a menacing villain. Like, that's why... Uh, speculatively, that's why, you know, Star Wars Detours? It's like this animated... Show that Seth Green made. They made like sixty some episodes or something. Fifty. I don't know. They made a bunch of episodes and they have them ready to go. And then when Disney bought it, they're like, "Well, we're just gonna put this on the shelf uh, because yes. it's like Seth MacFarlane is the voice of the Emperor and like Darth Vader's like bumbling mental management. And, and it's it's yeah. funny, but they don't want that to be the image that people get of Darth Vader. They want to bring it back. Like George Lucas was like, "Yeah, sure, use." Darth Vader can do hip-hop dancing and stuff. But no, it's like now... It's like, no, Darth Vader is a menacing menace. Yeah. They want to bring back the fear that is Darth Vader.
1: Yeah, like, it's like the fear of Jaws. Like, you don't want to see Jaws in a fucking, like... Tuna commercial or a bow tie (laughs) or anything like that. No, exactly.
0: They want to bring it back to... You see Darth Vader, you know you're in trouble. Not... Like, don't make anything cute and funny about him, even though I have a really cute darth vader christmas inflatable on my yard right now but
1: yeah like i you know like there's there's different ways of differentiating between kids stuff Mm -hmm. and you know the serious stuff right like darth vader is just timelessly like you can't you can't have him on screen for a very long time yeah. Because you need to keep the mysticism behind him. You could fucking throw as many Sith lords and everything else into the fucking mix, mm-hmm. well, and you could get you could get your fucking um, um, Darth Mauls and whatnot. Yeah. That's
0: uh, they say. But that, like, Darth
1: on, Vader has to stay by himself.
0: On Rebels, and, they they used Darth Vader from time to time, but otherwise they created like Inquisitors, which are like lower level Siths and stuff like that. Because yeah, they sort of said like we can't use Darth Vader every week because. He can't, he can't win every week. But we also can't have him lose every week. You know, like it, it lessens Darth Vader if you know every week he's like at the window shaking his fist, like, "Oh, you rebels!" Yeah, you know, they, yeah, they, yeah,
1: they exactly. can't,
0: they can't best him every single week.
1: No, but at the same he time, has but If to he win.
0: wins, they're dead. So, you just you but, just don't but use
1: there's him. a there is a common ground though because like obviously it's like it's like Doctor Claw, right? <laughs> Yeah from Inspector Gadget it's it's the same thing like Dr. Claude never won not once but but there was something about him that just scared the fuck out of you and it was the mysticism behind it okay. because all you seen was his hand didn't scare me but well I mean like Have as a you, kid uh, though, heard
0: like the theory we'll talk about Inspector Gadget the uh, the theory on that about who Dr. Claude really is
1: Bob Saget
0: Elf. No. Those don't, Tim even, those, those don't even make sense. Bob Saget. No. Uh, Inspector... Dr. Claw is, <laughs> in fact... And this is Inspector in Saget? <laughs> yeah, no. Dr. Claw is Inspector Gadget. Um, so, Inspector Gadget went on, had some sort of accident, and was presumed dead. And then right. the police force, or whoever he works for, built this new Android version of Inspector Gadget. With all his gadgets. And then the other horribly, and then took over his life, basically, raising his niece and his dog and taking his place as a bumbling idiot on the force. And the real Inspector Gadget is horribly disfigured and sees this guy. He wakes up from his coma or whatever and sees this other guy's taking over his life.
1: I don't like that. I
0: fucking love it. And he goes and forms Mad and becomes evil Dr. Claw, trying to wipe out Gadget. So
1: Christmas is coming, huh? Is it? I think so. It
0: is like you now Star Wars season's out of the way. I can finally focus on Christmas.
1: Yeah, exactly. One week. Oh man, you know I've been so sick and so and busy at work. Like it has been just brutal up here because it's been minus twenty five and whatnot, and I've been working in places that don't have heaters. Yeah, I, it's very, I um, very hard to deal with. Hey, did you know that there's an Edmonton-based? Uh, sorry, I'm gonna take the segue off of Star Wars and and head into an Edmonton-based Kickstarter launched for an arcade a game console for all your favorite retro games, all packed into one of those uh, cartridges. Either um, Super NES, NES, or N64. 8-bit, 16-bit, and uh, 64-bit and what you can basically it's it's a pirating port oh. so what you do is you um, you get the controller yeah. and you can you can get you can pay a little bit more for two controllers which seems really stupid um they put all of the uh um uh, they basically gut out uh, a console cartridge yeah and, and they put, like, um, a Raspberry motherboard inside with uh, USBs and uh, Bluetooth-capable uh, um, things. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so then you get it shipped to your house, and then you go online. You download so all of these files. Them. Yep. And oh, okay. then you get to play them on your TV um, almost just as good as what the uh, uh, NES Classic would be. On your TV with uh, really good graphics. Except you can
0: access all 800 games instead of just 30.
1: Exactly. It
0: sounds alright. Speaking of local things to Edmonton and video game, have you ever been to the Beercade?
1: I have, yes. Is it awesome? It's really nice, yeah. Cool. It's um, it's got <laughs> yeah, it's um, it they don't have a lot of heavy hitter games oh. because obviously like those would be the ones that would be. Everybody would be on it all the time. Yeah. Um, just like they have like a, a higher-up, vamped-up uh, version of Street Fighter, the newer one, okay. um, where it's an actual like big console where you sit on it and then like you can go head-to-head with somebody else, yeah. and it's like yeah. newer graphics. But then they also have like Street Fighters from way back when. Nice. Um, they have pool table and skeetball. Nice. And uh, the raised platform on where the dance floor used to be is actually all um, pinball machines. Awesome. They do have a Star Wars game there as well, and they have a giant um, um, Connect Four game. Cool. cool. And then uh, then they have the bar still in the middle, and then they have tables all around it. We were actually this is how cool this place is. We had a table sat down for four of us, which could fit at least eight people at at each of these tables. Like they're huge tables. Yeah. Um, we sat all of our stuff on top of the table, like our jackets and whatnot, and left. Played video games. Came back. It was all still there. Nobody fucked with it. Nice. Do
0: yeah. they drop quarters, or is it kind of like while you're in there? It's all... it's,
1: it's token system. Okay. Yeah. So they ha- I believe they have token machines around, and then, yeah, like, they've got servers that will come up to you and, like, give you whatever craft beers that they have on tap and whatnot. And- nice. Yeah, it's a- and it's all wooden. Like, it's woods wood inside, yeah. so it's yeah. very, like, brown inside. <laughs> I can
0: see that. That's nice. I want to check it
1: out. It's a really neat place. It's um, It's – the Rack used to be there, and that was probably one of the best bars in Edmonton at – at the time it okay. little club yeah but now it's yeah it's now it's just uh, Beercade well, there is beer, Denison oh, Hall as well
0: I've uh, Denison Hall I've been there It's not this. is it like Denison Hall because that's just a bar that happens to have a bunch of arcade games
1: yeah that's I think this Beercade is more centered around the arcade games and uh, 90's Dance Party at I, I think that started at like 11 okay oh. yeah well, Actually, I don't even know where that would go because I'm just thinking about it. Where the hell would they have the dance floor now if the pinball machines are on the original dance floor?
0: It's, there's no more dance floor. It's just DDR. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Nineties, yeah. <laughs> nineties dance party on Dance Dance Revolution.
1: I would own that game, man. Well, I used to.
0: I can. I don't even doubt that.
1: Yep, I used He's to try to record myself Stingy when I was.
0: old dance kids.
1: Oh man, I um, back in Bruderheim, I had the dance mats, I had two of them, and to make sure that they were duct taped to the floor, because I would dance on them so hard that they would just like bung- bundle up and everything. I had duct tape around the dance pads, and eventually my back pad, like the back step button, yeah. actually broke because of how like hardcore I went. I used to be, like, dripping sweat. That actually was a great way to lose weight and get in shape, was Dance Dance Revolution at the time. Mm-hmm. We used to have challenges. <laughs> Friends would come over, and we used to just, like, go hard and then <coughs> go run out into the snow and just jump in the snow because we were so hot. Yeah.
0: I used to and, have a decent <laughs> workout, like, doing just uh, connect
1: boxing, pretty much. With mm. like
0: the track and field and boxing and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, I always wanted to go for the high scores on Dance Dance. I actually got so good at it at one point where I started, like, recording myself a little bit um, with, like, an old <laughs> recorder, right? Like, this was pre-YouTube kind of bullshit and until YouTube finally came out and started showing you all the Asians and how good they were. And then my dreams were broken when I went to Sherwood Park Mall. They had a Dance Dance Revolution game there, and I was uh, we were waiting for something. And I started playing it, and this guy comes up, and he's like, Hey, can I play with you? And I was like, yeah, sure. Like, fuck. This is cool, right? Like, I've never connected with anybody like this before. Yeah. He destroyed you, didn't they? He played, like, a fucking beast. Like, it wasn't even fair. Like, this guy went, like, times 100 speed backwards, invisible, like, everything. Like, anything under the sun, this guy fucking did. Oh. Just destroyed me made me look like a fucking goon And
0: never played again
1: uh I was actually broken hearted I was actually that's pretty well yeah after that the
0: duct tape off your floor and threw it in the trash uh, yeah that's unfortunate hey Keaton where can people find us online if they want to get in touch with us Facebook
1: Kay. Twitter Twitter and well, was not I was it. yeah uh, iTunes I yeah and, uh, they can find us on um, SoundCloud-ish. Yeah, SoundCloud, ish, uh,
0: Stitcher, iTunes, TuneIn, uh, Facebook at the Weekly Nerd All these are Weekly Nerd Club. Uh, Twitter at Weekly Nerd Club. My last tweet says, uh, if you see two war movies this holiday season, make the other one XR Ridge.
1: I, uh, <laughs> Mark Mark pretty well takes care of the Twitter. I take care of the Facebook-ish. That's it rolls. How yeah, like it. I mean, how how we do?
0: I've thrown a how, thing or two when there's like when you hadn't put the Star Wars trailer or the Spider Man trailer up yet. That's like, well, I better do that.
1: And then by that time, we had both did it at the exact oh, did, same time. Yeah, we did. He
0: takes care of Facebook. I take care of Twitter. And uh, it's, also it's email it's, weeklyplump at gmail.com We'd love to hear some feedback.
1: Let us know what you got yeah, to say. Give us
0: a five star rating and then. Send us an email telling us we're crap. <laughs> if you insist, but well, please just keep us that five-star rating. Because, uh, I don't know, we're not going to stop, so you might as well just give us lesson.
1: Yeah, it's a little bit hard to do things right now towards, like, the Christmas season and stuff. This was a really crappy time to start. <laughs> yeah, we're, doing, we're, we're filming this right now. Yeah. It's like 7 o'clock we started-ish? Uh,
0: Yeah, about that. Just before 7 in the morning on a Sunday.
1: Yeah, that sucks.
0: Oh, I know, but it's like I'm going out of town tomorrow morning, so i got to edit this and get it out tonight.
1: Yeah, and so, I've got a lot of work to do. I know, but yeah.
0: And then next week, we'll probably take next week off, honestly, I guess.
1: Yeah, so I guess Christmas. we could pretty well say uh, Merry Christmas to everyone. And Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I mean, we um, since life, our – That was in November. Don't ever say that again.
0: What do you get, a Wookiee for Christmas, when he already owns a comb? <laughs> That's a real song. Great.
1: From Christmas in the Stars, 1982. Confirm, well, not, not Wookiee slaves, Outer Rim slaves. Allegedly you confirmed, go. I'll confirm it when I confirm it. <laughs> um, but you have a Merry Christmas yourself? You have a Merry Christmas yourself. You, you have a merry Christmas. I don't even. I will. I might not, though. Never know. I always have a merry Christmas. You, I don't doubt that. Shannon got gay anime porn for Christmas last year from her mom.
0: All right, I've it, been Mark.
1: At- <laughs> 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 this has
0: been Keegan, and we have been the Weekly Nerd Club. Da 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 da
1: two and a half episodes and we finally broached the subject of gay anime porn (laughs) by accident. It was by accident. Mm -hmm. She went, she went just to put that in. (laughs) Um, Shannon's mom by accident got her gay anime porn for Christmas last year in her stocking. That's awesome.
0: Hey, Marcus back for the end of the show. Wrap up. Um, we got up at like 5 in the morning to record this, just because that was the only time we can get together this week. It is now after 11, and I'm just really tired, so the editing got non-existent there. I just threw the Star Wars music at random places, so I don't know how it'll work and listen back to it. Maybe there was something offensive, Keegan said. I'm not sure. I apologize if there is. Uh, otherwise, because I got a i got to be up in a couple hours, and i got to drive for a couple hours after that, but that's not your problem, that's my problem. Your problem is listening to this episode and wondering what the music was. Uh, first up, this might not be in order, but I think it is. First up, we had uh, my buddy Giant Ibis did our intro music there. It was Cascade this week. Uh, you can find Giant Ibis on SoundCloud, and I suggest you do, because I like his music, so so should you. Uh, we had the uh, Captain America Civil War soundtrack, Airport Battle, came up. Uh, we had a song, Ursine Fulpine, from Hacksaw Ridge trailer. The Fuller House theme song by Carly Rae Gibson, originally done by Uncle Jesse. I honestly don't know. I know it wasn't Uncle Jesse. Uh, we had the, uh, the Bob Ross painting, Interlude Music, by L. Owens. Uh, and then we had some Star Wars music by John Williams, and some Rogue One music by <clears throat> Michael Giacchino, and they... Kind of went back and forth, so it's John Williams, Michael, John Williams, Michael, John Williams, Michael. John Williams. Start and end with the good stuff, if you ask me. Theme song from Inspector Gadget by whoever did that. And crazy love from some DDR expert level. I'm sure Keegan will listen to this and recognize it by heart and just start his toes at tapping. Uh, Anyway, I don't know. If you enjoyed the show, just tell other people to listen to it or something. I honestly don't know. But I hope you have a great week. We probably won't be around next week due to Christmas. But uh, come back and listen to us in the new year. We would appreciate the heck out of that. Thanks and peace.